We want to be our best, feel our best and live our best. But achieving our best isn't as cut and dry as do fitness, eat good, get results, happy. To find joy, good health, balance and contentment, we need to show valour. This is valour. Valour is courage. Courage to face challenges, to endure, to struggle, to be exposed to all of your vulnerabilities and to face it all without any certainty of the outcome. On the Valor Podcast, we share the methods, strategies, and ideas that can help us all achieve our very best. This is Valor. Oh, welcome back to the Valor Podcast, delivering you inconsistent but high-quality chats with really interesting people. <laughs> um, I'm not even going to apologize for the inconsistent episodes because I, you know, in my defense, I never promised consistent, you know, weekly, you know, fortnightly episodes i just promised you good chats so here they are life you know gets quite busy at times and i don't want to overload myself but i do want to ensure that every time you guys do get something to listen to from the valor podcast it's good and today is a belter we have jay crouch who is three times individual games athlete been there in teams as well He's still only young. He's like 24, 23, I think we said after our chat. Um, he started when he was really young, when he was 13, um, locally to us as well, down in Somerville. I remember watching him in early sessions and was like, wow, this guy's, you know, if he works hard, he's going to do well. And here he is today, just kicking ass. So I try my hardest to make sure this chat was not all just CrossFit. So we chatted about uh, things like struggles, sacrifices, overcoming uncertainty or self-doubt, uh, all the good stuff, the behind-the-scenes stuff, the, the stuff that goes on in Jay's head uh, more so than the stuff that you see on the screen and, you know, the cool flashy things. And it was a really interesting chat. I think we actually came to, like, some revelations along the way or Jay came to some revelations about stuff while we were talking, which was really, really cool. So, you know, I wanted to show, give you guys, like, an insight into what it's like being a, an elite athlete at that top level and the pressure of keeping up or the pressure of people chasing you, um, the the doubts when you you know do a workout or compete in an event and kind of have your ass handed to you and fail a bit, and the pressure when he kind of moved from uh, his original gym to to Frankston, which has been you know renowned as a great competitive gym for a long time, and what that like to sort of become the little fish in the big pond again, and then even things like handling or managing work balance as well, um, which I think was one of the most kind of fascinating parts of our chat was and we'll get to it so i'm not going to give anything away now but here it is here's jay uh, i think you guys will love it uh for the crossfitters yeah you'll love it but for the people that are you know interested in sort of the what goes on in an athlete's mind at, when you're performing at such an intense level so often um really great insights here we go here is jay crouch this is bella uh, welcome back to the Valor Podcast. Apologies, it's been a few weeks. I'm just not consistent sending out a podcast at the moment. It's too hard. Just got too much going on in my life. Um, but that's all right. It's uh, when you guys do get one, you always enjoy it. I actually don't mind an inconsistent podcast yeah. when you when you open up your podcast app and every now and then, oh, a new one's come. Um, so today we've got Jay Crouch. Yep. How are you? Awesome. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks so much for coming and hanging out at my house as well. Um, so, oh, I've known you since, well, 
I don't know. How old were you when you started? Oh, 13. 13. Yeah. At Somerville, and there was short-lived Somerville box. Yeah. But it was cool, though. That's good. Nice little shed. Yeah. That was sick. <laughs> so, since then, um, you've crossed ever since. Now, you've been to the games as an individual three times? Three times, yeah, if you count the, uh, the old virtual games. <laughs> <laughs> and... Though, yeah. And you went as a team a couple of times too. Yeah, twice. Twice. Yeah. Um, this will be put live just after the third workout's pretty much been done. It won't be logged yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but currently as it stands, I had a look before, you're like 14th in the world for the Open. Yeah. You love the Open. I do. Yeah. Yeah, it's sick. Like, I only, I only ever hit them once because I feel like, when I redo them, you know, you know what's what you're in store for. So I feel like you, I pull, I pull back a bit because you're like, oh, it's gonna hurt this bad. But yeah, I just hit it, hit it hard once, and so it's always a good time. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> um, yeah, you do. <laughs> we always have a good laugh of just how much people do redo them. Like just even the everyday person, the one that's coming like yeah. eighty thousandth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Do you have to redo it? Yeah. Nah, I feel like yeah. You get like a lot of my mates in the gym that are just sort of like, you know, your average crossfitters that have like that little competitive nature, which is yeah. good. Yeah. But um yeah, like back when it did matter, uh into the next qualifying stages maybe you like I would have definitely done redos. Um, but yeah, now when it's just chill with the quarterfinals, it's um, you can just sort of enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, you just cruise your way into it now, hey? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, you're sitting like 14th in the world, which is amazing. And I think you're second behind Ricky. Yes. Yeah, tight. Yeah. He got a really good shuttle run yeah, score. Yeah, he's he's very fit. Yeah, <laughs> I had a look on his like socials and he was real tight-lipped about it. Yeah, yeah, he, I saw that. He sort of <laughs> taking the piss a little bit. Yeah, like, oh, like, I'll post this. Everyone will see my score and, re- and try to beat me. <laughs> That's how everyone feels though. I, so I can relate to that for sure. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it looks like, I think now with the quarters has backed off a little bit because there was a, a few years where you guys all at the top would not... <laughs> Put it up there until the last yeah. second. Yeah. You just wait and wait and wait and then post it. Yeah. Just because you didn't want anyone to yeah. copy or redo or yeah. try to beat it. For sure. But I mean, like, it does help too. Like, if you know a score that you got to get, like, and you see the t- like time on the clock and you got to get like this amount of reps, like, you're pushing for it. <laughs> like, most likely going to get it. Yeah. So it's definitely a big motivating factor. But yeah. Again, yeah, it doesn't matter so much now. Nah, <laughs> until later. Um, until the second stage, and then you've got to go exactly. go dark. Oh, but you don't have the time to redo. On the yeah, second one. exactly. The quarters, you sort of got to play it smart. Yeah, like maybe there is a workout that you could redo, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> um, okay, before we go into stuff, I want to ask mm-hmm. you because um, this is what I call it because we're we're talking about redos and and the hurt and that. I always call it going to the dark place. Yeah. Do you have any name for that? Yeah, like that probably as well. Um, yeah, just got like I think there was a f- like I feel like I always would say that because there was like a nano that came out. I don't know which one. Maybe it was like the eight or nine, and it was like yeah, it was called like it was all blacked out nano. It was called like Dark Place. Yeah. So I always would just say that. Um, yeah. But yeah, like just hurting. Uh, my brother will scream at me like mid workout saying like at, when it's like towards the end, we sort of relate it to the UFC and yeah. like championship rounds now like he always screams that at me championship rounds me up, yeah. yeah 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 the dark place i don't know I, I i can't imagine many people outside crossfit in other sports can relate to that yeah because the level that you push at even when you're just a joe blow doing the open or or you just pick one workout a week where you go just 
really mental. Yeah. It's like a different, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's like a different world that your whole body and brain goes to. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, you're like hurting so bad, but if you still want it, like you're still going to push that yeah. further. Um, but yeah. It's like you've got blinkers on. Like you're just in this different world of hurt. For sure. Um, I always like to joke that at the same... Do you know, do you know Happy Gilmore? Yeah. When he goes to his happy place? Yeah. <laughs> and he pictures like his girlfriend yeah. and his grandma's really yeah. happy and stuff like that. I feel like when you're in the dark place and it hurts so much, you've also got to kind of think about like, yeah. this is what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, my name will look a bit better. Like a few more spots up. Yeah. These few more reps. But, and that's the like, other thing is... Um, it, like you sort of think that it would get easier but it doesn't like no matter what level you're at like you just get more reps yeah just, you just push harder just bad. Yeah. it always hurts the same that's probably a nice humbling thing though for anyone that, that does this at at your level or just the everyday level the amount of hurt that you're feeling is pretty much relative to the amount of hurt that someone who's getting a one-tenth of your reps is feeling 100% as long as you're giving it yeah so and that's so cool because you know, if if I if if Joe Blow was doing the open workout next to you, and at the end you're both on the floor, cactus, yeah. you've done 500 reps, <laughs> he's done 120 reps. <laughs> you can still relate about the whole workout. Definitely. Like, how was that bit? Oh, yeah. that bit was sucked. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even before we we're just chatting about the shuttle run one. Yeah. And, um, you know, you can relate about we're just saying like jumping harder to get the pull up done because yeah. it was a jumping pull up. Yeah. And I love that in CrossFit that yeah, it doesn't matter if you. Jay Crouch, 14th, currently standing in the world. <laughs> or just yeah, Jimmy Bob. Yeah. Away you go. For sure. Um, okay. <laughs> I was going to forget. I would quickly want to mention your um, sponsors because you got a bunch of them. Can you remember them all? I listed them. Yes, I can. But I was like, oh, you put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll say them for you because um, you got heaps. Like, this is pretty cool. So, Reebok. Reebok's major for you guys. Yep. It's been major for Frankston for a long time. For sure. GoWod. What's GoWod? GoWod is like mobility. So it's a mobility app and um, it's actually really good. It's really before, good. Before like I was signed with them, I was hopeless. I like never would stretch, never make the time. And um, yeah, I found like doing that and you just chuck on, you can choose like 8, 15 or 22 minute sort of uh, flow it's called. And um, yeah, it's really good. It so, is. Uh, frog grips, we stock frog grips. They're awesome. Really good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, I was like lucky enough because uh, they're, they're from Perth yeah, and I uh, have a mate who lives over there who knows those boys and um, I was lucky to like start with them when they first started and just watch them evolve like in the last few years it's been sick yeah now they're pumping yeah, like yeah. they're they're more popular than even Bear Complex I reckon 100% yeah, yeah. unreal we've got their tape <laughs> yeah their stuff's everywhere uh, same we uh, we stock True Protein as well yep um, I don't know they're great yeah they're just OG yeah, exactly. I love them because they're just minimal <laughs> crap in there. They're just yeah. it's just nice, tasty protein. Yeah. Do you remember when like when you started CrossFit when you had protein and it was disgusting? Yeah. It's not disgusting like, anymore. Yeah, I know. It'd be like <laughs> what was it like a uh, that store around um, GNC? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. They, I just feel like that was the go-to. You just go see Sandy Barnes at <laughs> yeah, GNC. That's yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> but protein was so gross back then. Yeah. I remember once, not her. Oh God, I've gone lost on his name. The unit, and he was always the bouncer at Mornington as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I think know. it was him, or it might did, have been the other yeah, guy. Yeah, I did um, the driving lessons with him when I was <laughs> <getting> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I can't remember it was him. might have been the other guy. It was huge. 
But he gave me one. He's like, you've got to have this because I was trying to get a little bit bigger. Yeah. And it had like fish in it, like fish oil or something in it. I, I feel like, yeah, like that, those like early stages was just like, yeah, it, it like needed to be like fancy to like, you know what I mean? It was, it was chocolate crazy. fish. It was yeah, chocolate fish. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember I had to like block my nose while drinking it and just scull it and just try not let it touch most of my oh. tongue. <laughs> and I, for weeks I'd, just kept doing it and I would gag every time and then I just went, that's it. I can't finish this. I spent so much money and when you're like, I think I might have been 20 years old or 21 or something, I was like, it's expensive tub of protein. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Like, and I just had to give up. Yeah. And fast forward now, it's like a chocolate milk. It's unreal. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to put fish in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alpha Fit. Yep. Alpha Fit. They're the best. Just equipment. Yeah. Good equipment. I think yeah. we've got some alpha fit. Yeah. Uh, fit aid. Everyone stocks fit aid at the gym. Gotta love fit aid. Can't beat that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's found space? Found space. Uh, they were originally called Eye Health Saunas. Yeah. So, yeah, now they just transitioned to a new name, selling some more, like, different things other than just making themselves just saunas. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're really good. I was so lucky to uh, get them on board. Yeah, unreal. Yeah. Um, and Unified. Yep. That's just a uh, training program, yep. coaching, all that stuff. I've, I love Rob's programming forever. Yeah. I love it because it's like just simple, yeah. classic CrossFit, just 100%. with his sort of take on it. Yeah. Um, I think he and I forever have always, I think because we both started around, he was a few years before me, but we all started at that similar time yeah. when it was very like classic. Yeah. And it just works. Yeah, like, for sure. It's just like fundamentals, nail fundamentals, yeah. work hard. Yeah. You know, be good at your strict stuff. Exactly. Um, love it. Yeah, so his programming's always been awesome. <laughs> and you've got your own YouTube channel going too, hey? Yeah, yeah, we've been pushing that a little bit. And, and like, why we started that was just to, for me to get more comfortable because, like, we're in front of cameras and all that sort of stuff because I felt like, and and even talking as well, but I feel like I could get a lot better at talking. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, just not being intimidated by when, like, a camera gets put in your face and... Uh, not anticipating what you're going to say before you say it. That's all the stuff that was going through my mind. So, yeah, I started that and um, my brother like pretty much does everything for yep. me with that. He loves it. Oh, that's Edits cool. Edits it all. He just smashes it out. <laughs> um, what is that like being interviewed, you know, all around the world? and Yeah, like de- oh, definitely yeah, like when I was sort of like 2017, 2018, when I was first getting into it, it was crazy. Like it was yeah, pretty intimidating. But yeah, now it's like, it's good. It's, yeah. uh, it's enjoyable. Do you ever feel like, you know, there's obviously some, you know, like in any sport, there's always some eccentric people and yeah. especially in the Americans and that, you've got a few that love a chat and love yeah. to get up and about. Yeah. Um, does that, did you ever feel like you had to sort of be that way? Um, I suppose yes or uh, yes and no. Like I was always obviously just going to be myself, but I'll, I, like I, I want to be able to like talk well and, uh, I suppose present myself as best as I can. Yeah. Um. So that's sort of where I think that would all come, that come from. But uh, yeah. I guess it always go, it goes down to what you want out of all this anyway. Like I think sometimes people put on a bit of show. Hundred percent. And you're like, what for? Is yeah. that so you can get a deal with someone or so yeah. you? It's it's like are you doing it for that reason or are you yeah. doing it because you love the sport and you exactly. want to win and compete exactly so if you're a pretty quiet guy like like Rob as well he's not not yeah. the biggest speaker he's a pretty quiet dude and, yeah but he also looks like he couldn't give a fuck yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like I'm here to just compete and have yeah. and, and work hard yeah like I think in the crossfit space there's sort of yeah I think most people are themselves um 
But like, I'm a big UFC fan, so I always relate back to that. I feel like in the UFC, like they're pretty crazy, and there's yeah. definitely there's so many guys that think they have to act out to make more money, and I yeah. and I think like it works for a few, but if it's not like just natural to you, then yeah, you can see if it's not yeah yeah. Like you look at like a Conor McGregor, who's you know probably one of the most outrageous guys in that sport. Yeah, but he's just himself. Yeah. He's just nuts. He's always like that. And um, like watching all uh, Alex Volkanovsky's stuff the other week, um, Aussie fighter, like that's what he was saying. He's like, he sort of got to the top. He hasn't had to act any other way than just be himself. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. He said that. That's cool. That's cool. Um, all right. We'll take us back a little bit. Um, you don't have to tell us your whole life story, but yeah. um, let us know a little bit about how you got into starting CrossFit down in Summy, um, that's Summerville for anyone that's <laughs> not yeah. from the peninsula. Um, and yeah, tell us your journey a little bit um, up to sort of yeah. wherever we are now. So dad was doing CrossFit for about a year, I'd say, um, prior to him getting me into it. And like, I think it was, I was in like year eight and uh, never had been exposed to like any gym environment. I like, never went into like a, a Glovo gym or anything like that. And um I wouldn't say I was, like, a fat kid, but I was sort of getting in those stages being, like, chubby. I'd say a bit chubby. Were you playing any other sports? Um, yeah, like, I was playing all sports. Like, yeah. So, I don't know if it was just, like, a growth. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's all I was doing. I was playing, like, uh, AFL football, um, basketball. I was, like, riding motorbikes, all that sort of stuff. Like, I was very, like, pretty active. Like, always on a trampoline and stuff. I loved all that. Um, and then, yeah, Dad was... Yeah, Dad obviously was Froth and CrossFit at the time. Still, yeah, still he does. still does. Big, big Frother. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's like, do you want to come down and give it a try? And went and gave it a try and just never looked back from there, just stayed at it. What was it about <laughs> it as a teenager at that age? Because, like, I feel like it could go either way as a teenager. You could be like, oh, it's too hard. Yeah. And you just don't want to do it. Or yeah. you just love it. Um. I feel, like, I suppose that the motivating factor at the start was I wanted to, like, get fit and probably I probably like wanted to just like look good at that like in the early ages probably drop drop me uh chubbiness um but yeah also that like you could I've just felt like you could never like master it you know what I mean like you could never get too good there's always something to get better at and that's what I feel like I fell in love with with it along with the social side of it too like I like you made friends like everyone would have been older than me at that stage, but coming through it, like you made some really good friends, and I think that's what made me keep going back. Definitely the social side of it. Yeah, yeah. I remember once going to something. I don't know what the session was for, but it was like a Franish sort of thing going on. So, but you were, I think you were fourteen at that age, and yeah. you had it at forty-two and a half kilo. No one else that age was sort of doing that, and you're ripping into it quickly yeah. too. <laughs> and everyone's like, "Fuck!" Like yeah. to to dad to your dad and like dad what the fuck's going on yeah <laughs> boy he's like yeah. yeah he's pretty good <laughs> just having a crack it was awesome so yeah. like what stage did you start to go oh competitively yeah this is pretty cool yeah um i'd say i think when crossfit brought in the teenage division so i think the first my first year that they bought in the teenage divisions i was already in the 16 17 so by that point i'd missed the 14 15 um, so I was like the uh, younger of the 16 and 17s and uh, I think I come, oh, I would have been like maybe just under in the top 100 um, in the open and that's when I was like 
really motivated to like try that next year to I think it was like to make the top 10 to go to the games and uh, I come like 17th but it was definitely that year I'd say trans from 16 to 17 I was like alright like let's go let's, let's try to do, do this yeah yeah um, what's interesting about CrossFit is like often a lot of sports like footy and all those yeah you've got to be fit and keen but there is that little bit of like talent to it as well that whether you start at a really young age or there is that little bit of genetic bit through your family or whatever with CrossFit it's sort of that but you know if you're a pretty sporty kid you're going to have a bit of an advantage yeah but if you just work hard like there is an opportunity there yeah um did you think of that at the as a teenager? Yeah, I think so. Like, because all the more higher skill stuff, like you know, your your handstands, um, uh, muscle muscle ups, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Like, I I feel like well, muscle ups was always my, uh, like a big motivator for me. Like, I always wanted to do that. So I think I got that when I was like probably about sixteen, um, fifteen, sixteen, I'd say. But, um, yeah, like, all the higher skill stuff I feel like I picked up pretty quickly. So, I felt like I had that, yep. which helped a lot, too. Yep. Like, and, and then, like, linking, like, all your, like, getting, picking up butterfly pull-ups, all that, all that sort of just stuff. Like, now I don't even think about being, like, a hard thing to do, you know what I mean? Linking, like, toes of it. All that stuff, like, I picked up pretty quickly. Yep. So, I think, like, going back to that, um, that definitely helped. And then... Yeah, just just most things like you still have to, um, still have to you know pick up the movements uh, like pretty like it needs to be natural. You know what I mean? Then like it, you need to just naturally be able to like do it. Yeah. So I feel like that definitely helped a lot. Um, but yeah, so I would say yeah, I just was definitely thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I suppose yeah, I always had in the back of my mind. Like I wanted to, yeah, make the game. So yeah, yeah. Um, so then, Somerville finished up after a couple of years. Yep. And then where did you move to next? I went to Mornington because yep. it was like the same, same, same owners, same sort Sonia, of owners. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, for that, uh, that was the the when I was seventeen years old in that teenage division. So that was the last year that I was there, and then moved to Frankston. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. Probably a really dumb question, but I'm guessing you decided to move to Frankston because that's where the the competition was at and where yeah, Rob was at. Or yeah, for sure. And like I knew uh, Rob through a like a teenage academy thing that we did that we did with uh, it was with again faster at the time. Oh, actually, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So that was like good for all the teenagers then. Like that, that was that was really cool because I met like mates that I still have today as like that were in the space that young. Um, so that was awesome. And then, yeah, getting uh, to know Rob. And then um, we went down there and, uh, yeah, he, he said to stay to train. And it was, I was never looked back from there. Yeah. Um, what was the change like when you went from working hard at Mornington and achieving some good stuff? Yeah. But then going to be somewhere, be there with Rob Forte and co yeah. who have... Yeah. Who, was, who had already been in the game several times. What was that like, that change? Oh, it was a whole, whole new... <laughs> gear like a whole new level was it humbling um yes but i feel like i feel like i was or i wasn't i wasn't like at that stage yet where i like you know thought 
I was on, even on their level. So yep. I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm here to like learn and try and, you know, uh, get on these guys' level. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Unreal. Um, and here you are now, hey? Yeah. <laughs> um, how many years is that now? You've been... Uh, that would have been 20... End of 2016 or 2017. Yeah. 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 Early 2017. Um, actually, that leads into a question that I had later, but I want to ask you now. Um, just about... Maybe about self-doubt and failures and things like that. So, you know, you go across to... You know, you're probably maybe a bit of a bigger fish in a little pond and then you move across to Frankston and you're, mm. you're a little fish. Yeah. Um, you, th- then, but other times from then on, have you ever had um, doubts about your ability to get there or has there been moments where you're getting your ass whooped and you're like, I don't think I can do this? Um, give us some examples or some times where, yeah, yeah. has that occurred? Like... I honestly, at that point, I knew like I was going to get to this stage, like as like as in the best way that I can say it. Like I always believed that I would get there. Yeah. Um. And I mean, I suppose, uh, yeah, I never really doubted that I wouldn't. Um. But I think I definitely, I've definitely had heaps of moments where I'm like, oh, you know maybe I don't want to do this anymore. Like if I'm not enjoying it, then why do I, why would I do it? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the big thing for me. Like if I'm not having fun, then I would like just like walk away from it to, like tomorrow. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so yeah. And, and I definitely, I definitely at that stage when I first joined Frankston, like I would have been getting like flogged all the time. Like I was just still learning, but um, I just knew if I put the, put the work in and, did everything that I could and enjoy it. And I made good friends, which helped massively along the way. Um, that, yeah, I knew that I was eventually going to get there. Where do you reckon you get that self-confidence from that, you know, um, was it just being young and dumb maybe? <laughs> maybe, but I also feel like you can't, you can't like overthink things either. Like I feel like when it's related to CrossFit, like I never would overthink. I never like put, really any expectation on myself like I knew if I enjoyed every step I feel like naturally I was just gonna do well things will just happen yeah yeah and if they didn't um, I didn't I didn't so, care so you've never overly put too much pressure on yourself and nah and you, you can't because it's just like I just it just creates more stress and and you put more pressure on yourself um and I suppose like even now like like naturally I'll always get, I'll always get nervous and like come around comp time. Like I struggle to eat all that sort of stuff, but I'm just still confident, confident in that exact same way that I just explained. Like I'm, uh, I just, yeah. You sort I of just trust the always process. Go, hey, yeah. yeah. Trust it. And just, uh, always just try to have as much fun as I can. Yeah. You definitely see it in a lot of people, whether it's at, you know, at my gym or you see it at your gym or you see it at like local competitions or probably even at the higher levels as well. Yeah. There are those people that are just, like you said, overthinking and pushing themselves yeah. and pressuring themselves. And it can be over little things and you see them crack it or snap or um, even hate it, not enjoy themselves. Yeah. Um, have you come across people like that or been able to, even at the stage you are now, be able to give people advice in that stage? Yeah. 
like you, you you see it all the time like just in competition too you see you know if it's a three-day competition you're seeing guys break by day two and you know they're not in it like you can you can just naturally see it um and yeah, hundred percent. Like there's uh guys around me even at the moment that I'm uh that I'm trying to help with that too, for sure. Like guys that I train with every day. Um, so yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, what do you guys? What do you do to try to ensure that you're always having fun? Um, that's a good question. <laughs> I'd say, I just uh, I just have to go back with how, like the people around me. Like it's never it's never the stuff that we're doing. I feel like whatever it is, like. I'm like focused and I know what I need to work on all that sort of stuff. But if I have like the right people around me, I'm just going to enjoy it more because I'm going to be laughing and talking shit, all that yeah. sort of stuff. So I just have to always just go back to that. Like just having good people around me. Yeah. So you, so you work hard, but yeah, you, you don't take yourselves too seriously. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I know you guys love playing like games before training. Luke has always told me you guys play like, you've played, I think you've had a period of playing soccer or volleyball yeah, or wherever it is. Volleyball, dodgeball, that sort of stuff. What's yeah. the current game? Uh, it's actually nothing at the moment. Nothing? Nah, it's uh, it sort of just died off a bit. Business time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, I do, I love that. Like we've got a basketball ring up in the gym and... We should, yeah, basketball's good. It is good fun just to muck about and have some you know shots and just talk a bit of shit before training and yeah. gets people in there a bit earlier too instead of dragging your feet in on the dot come in a little bit earlier have a little shoot and muck around exactly. and it just um it does it it can help you just i don't know forget about your busy tired day or whatever it is 100% and then get into the training and just just chill out a little bit i gave the advice the other day we did some double under skills like we went back to basics and went through some patterns and stuff of how to sort of improve your doubles and um as you've probably seen, people get frustrated yeah. with doubles, especially if it's been a long time because for some people just get it. Yep. For some, it takes time, but there are different things you can do. Mm-hmm. But before the session, I told everyone to imagine that they're in prep and what it's like in prep when you do sport class. Yeah. Like, you don't care nah. if you get the skill or not. Nah. You just do it yeah. and just have fun yeah. and just play. Yeah. And sometimes we forget to just play, um, and especially skills like double-unders or... I mean, hand standing skills and stuff if you're too serious you don't get the skill and then you get the skill and you just fucking hate it yeah exactly <laughs> yeah as yeah it comes again like overthinking and yeah putting putting that expectation on yourself yeah that bit of play is important <laughs> I think 100% um, so being a teen you know getting to this as a teenager and, and even as a young adult now um, you've obviously you probably had to sacrifice you know the typical Aussie kind of life. Yeah. You didn't miss out on much. <laughs> you know, getting pissed all the time and yeah. doing stupid stuff. I'm sure you've still gone out and done your things, but yeah, yeah. what's it been like to to you probably been pulled in directions and yeah. have had to say no to people and stuff. For sure. For sure, yeah. I feel like I've been, yeah, doing that from from that sort of seventeen uh years old um but yeah like um you just have to yeah you just have to say no to like your schoolmates and all that sort of stuff and then i suppose you sacrifice not getting invited to the next thing because you know that's all like what they're doing um but yeah like there's definitely a time and place for it but yes yeah, very very rare <laughs> <laughs> um do you ever have those feelings where you're like oh like it would have been easy to just go and do that um yes and then i and then I go and do it, and I'm like, oh, I'm not made for this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so. and, and what I'm doing now is, I guess, worth it. Um, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, like you've obviously got to put in a ton of work for an outcome that really only you and your little small circle care about. Yeah, for sure. And that's that's all that matters though. Yep. Um, sometimes we think that the CrossFit world's massive. Yeah. But it's not. No. Uh, and I say, I've said it to people in the past, and again, get a little bit serious about it or, or even just get you know, a little bit cocky about themselves, even in like the footy world as well, local footy world, they get a little bit, oh, I'm so good. Yeah. And you're like, do you realize that outside this bubble, no one gives a shit yeah. who you are yeah. and what you're doing? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, in this space, people go, Jay, yeah. fuck, oh, he's so good, he's amazing. <laughs> like, oh, like, yeah. girls are like, Phaeton. <laughs> <laughs> but outside the circle, no one gives a shit. Yeah. And... I don't think that's offensive. I think that's really no. humbling. Yeah. No, to be sure. to just ground yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then also remember what your purpose of doing it's for. Yeah. What is your purpose of doing this? Um I'd just have to go back and say fun, man. Like I just do it for fun and now I suppose it's turned into a to a job but I just try to still separate that. Um But yeah, man, like I just wanna uh I think just also challenge as well. I want to see how far I can get. Yeah. Um, but yep. fun. I still enjoy it every single day. Yeah. You yeah. just you just competitive by nature, hey? Exactly. So you enjoy it. Yeah. What's it like when say like at the top level when you do get your ass whooped or or things don't go to plan? Like yep. you, you maybe you were expecting to finish the games in the top fifteen, yep. but you end up in. 28th or something like that yep. what's yeah what what happens in that stage for yeah, your head that's a that's a spot on question um i yeah uh, like a big thing i've found for me is like momentum so you know the games you got what 10 11 12 events over four or five days and um i found last like last year especially um i just sort of found myself in a hole after I think like like most of the first and second day events, I was just going like 20th, 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 21st, 22nd, all, all that sort of stuff. So I never had like any highs. I sort of just felt like I was just having lows. And then I just got into a point where, you know, you, you do get beat down. It's such a big roller coaster of emotions like over that week. And um, yeah, I just sort of beat myself down about it. And I was like, like, what am I, what am I doing here? Like, do I, like, I'm not enjoying this. Why, like, why am I, do, why am I doing it? And, um, an example, like opposite to that is the year before in 2021, like same sort of thing, had a, had a bad event come like 30 something and I was real down about it. And I was like, same thing. Why do I do this? I'm done after this, like all this sort of stuff. And then I had an event, um, in the Coliseum at that, that night and I come fifth and I was like, this is the best thing ever. Like, <laughs> I love, this is why I do it. I love it. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just managing, managing that feeling. And I feel like the top guys, like you, you can, you can have one or two days of coming 20th, but if you can have that, like if you can turn it around mentally and then you like, it's, it's probably easier said than done, but it's, you can do it. And then, you can have a, the next two or three days can be totally different. Yeah. But it's just flicking that switch, I feel like, for me. Um, and then, yeah, you can have a totally different outcome. But it's, yeah, so it's just a crazy, <laughs> like, the games is just so different to any, 
like of the qualifiers that they have, even the semi-finals, like it's tot- like completely different. Um, what's your body like after it? Um, yeah, it, it's 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 pretty bad. Like it's not it's not crazy, but it's just different. Yeah, it's just different. Like, yeah, compared to the semi, like I feel like you, like the semi-finals can be or like regionals can be like a pretty big beatdown. It depends on what it is, like. I've been very sore, and then I haven't been too bad after some. But yeah, the games is uh, yeah, it's just different. Whole different beast. Yeah, um, yeah. I think like like I think it's you see this in a lot of sports, like especially individual sports. You see it in tennis a lot too. Like when it does start to get into your head, like and then you start to think you can't, and then if you think you can't, then you can't. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're just like, look, it's not going well so far, but if I give myself an opportunity then things can go the right way. And then if they do, then awesome. But then if they still don't, you've almost got to still be like, that's okay. It can still come. But as soon as I start to fade and be like, I'm not supposed to be here. I can't do this, all these things. Then it's not going to happen. You're going to sit at the bottom. Exactly. Um, And then I guess, like you said as well, it just goes back to just enjoying it. Yeah. Like, yeah, strive and have a crack. Yeah. But if it doesn't happen, like... Yeah, the sun's gonna come up tomorrow. Hundred percent. I think that's what Ash Barty said. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've said tennis and it's linked me. I think. <laughs> what is she? She lost something. I think she. Oh, she like won Wimbledon or whatever. And then she came back for the Australian Open, and I think she lost. And she was like, "Whatever." Like yeah. I love it, and yeah. I I'm disappointed, but sun comes up tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like you don't hear that from nah. the world number one yeah. <laughs> that often. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and you can sort of get caught up in it. And that actually, I've got all these questions. I don't usually write many questions. I kind of free flow. <laughs> but that kind of like ties in really nicely to like one of my last questions. So, I'm going to go back to other ones later. <laughs> I want to go into like identity stuff um, because that's something at the elite level of any sport or even like celebrity and all that that is I don't know, interesting to me. I don't know if it's interesting to other people, but it's interesting to me. It's my podcast, so I'm going to ask a question. Um, identity people that do get involved in intense level sports and things like that, people perceive them as a certain person and you're a certain way. So you're like, you know, to a lot of people around the world, you're Jay the CrossFitter. Mm -hmm. Um, And then often when that ends or people retire or they get injured and that puts them out for a long time, people have that identity sort of crisis where they're like, oh, fuck, I'm not not Jay the CrossFitter to everybody, you know, and, and who am I? And I have all these you know, these crises about it and then people, you know, you see it all the time, I'm sure you know as well, you've seen different sports where people fall apart because they don't know who they are They are outside the sport. For sure. And you seem like you're pretty on, (laughs) pretty level-headed because you just have to have fun anyway. But (laughs) have you ever had this kind of, especially when you started to get into the sport, has this ever, you know, become a thing for you? Um, Not for me yet because I feel like it's more when you walk away from it. Um... I can definitely see how I can definitely relate to how it could happen, um, but I think it's more just the fact because you know you're you're training towards um, a competition like most of the year. Like you know you put a few months in, you're prepping for a comp, and then you have these massive highs, and then you got to come down from it and then do it all again. I think if you like when I walk away from it, I suppose I'll just find something else that I'll enjoy. Like you know, I always liked riding like mountain bikes um motorbikes all that sort of stuff so i don't know naturally i might just find something 
where the the competition will come out of me again. But um, yeah, not not yet. I haven't really felt that yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess there's a lot of people like get caught up in saying like you know I am this rather than it's something that I do for sure. And that yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like um, when I first when I finished my electrical apprenticeship, I just stopped it all together and just like was cross like crossfit was my whole day where when i was when i was doing my apprenticeship and when i was at school crossfit was just a part of my day and though that like six months that i had when i was just doing full-time crossfit i was like the like the mental got to me like that i was putting pressure on myself like crossfit was my whole day and it wasn't just a part of my day and then i like lost i lost like enjoying it and all i just yeah it was crazy so that exactly what you said like um yeah just needs to be something that you do hey yeah exactly it just needs to be something you do and you're just gonna you will enjoy it and you just happen to be awesome at it and a lot of people know you 100 percent. but yeah like that's actually really interesting that you said that that yeah when you did went when you did go all in and stop work for a while that that's when the pressure mounted and the exactly yeah and the you know, you start to not like it as much and things. And yeah. that's so fascinating, I think. Because then, then it does become that you're like, well, this is all that I'm doing. Yeah. So, I'd better be good at you it. better, yeah. And you put the pressure on yourself. You have to, yeah. And then that's all you think about. Yeah. Wow, that's so that interesting. Yeah, that was crazy. So, and now then, that you do some sparky work and yeah. things like that, yeah. you feel more level. feel better, yeah. I just need, yeah. I just need CrossFit to be just a part of my day not my whole day that's what I just always keep going back to yeah. for sure I wonder in like um, other elite sports like AFL NBA and stuff like because that is their job mm-hmm. there's a lot more parts to it and stuff like that but I wonder if you know in, in all those sports people they get players to be involved in charity work they get them to be involved in study as well to do other things mm-hmm. and same again I imagine if they didn't do those things there would probably be more is- issues for sure. Yeah, I think, like, you just need to, like, put your mind elsewhere sometimes. Yeah. Well, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Every it. <laughs> like, a 10-minute CrossFit workout is really intense. Yeah. And if you're thinking about that or you're in that kind of mindset for 16 hours of your day, mm-hmm. 10, whatever, that's pretty draining. Yeah. 100%. And, like, I feel, yeah, it, it, it's, like, because you're not, you're not training, yeah, you're not training all day are you like you got if you i feel like most uh like crossfit athletes will train in the morning have their break in the middle go back i don't know maybe three three times i go back to the gym maybe three times a day or whatever and yeah that'd be way too much for me yeah like you just need to switch off from it yeah (laughs) and that's like why even when i go to the gym like even now like I'll, i'll you know if i do my electrical work during the day and go to the gym like i don't even really want to like talk too much about crossfit like when i get home yeah, I'm just like I just need to shut off. Like I don't like mum and dad like ask me about it, which is fine, all that. But like I still sometimes will just get like shitty like talking about it. Because I'm like I'm done. I don't yeah. want to talk. CrossFit's done. Talk Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we don't talk much CrossFit here at yeah. home either because yeah. it's it's our job, it's, it's our job, business. Yeah. Like yeah, you might talk about business sides or things that are important, but if you're just talking about your CrossFit business all day, yeah. You go crazy. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is such thing as like too much too of a much thing. Of hey, the good stuff, and bad stuff. <laughs> um, have you had some like roadblocks and struggles and things? I guess even like work and that is something interesting to talk about. 
some struggles and stuff along the way that you've had to figure out how to get other like balance or how to get the best out of yourself doing this? Um, or have you had any moments where you've just gone, fuck, I've got to figure out how to overcome this? Yeah, it, I'd say it's just more like with the, 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 probably the hardest part was just all like the work situation. So when I was doing my apprenticeship um, with like the first company that I started with, um, I had to leave uh for the 2018 games because my boss wasn't gonna give me the time off to go like and i i don't think i like i didn't have the annual leave or anything but he's just like well if you go i'm like you going i'm like all right i'm going then <laughs> See yeah. later. so i was like probably just um trying to do my apprenticeship at the same time that i was trying to compete like at this like elite level in a team at the time but um yeah i'd say that was probably the hardest thing just trying to balance balance work and having all this time off to go to comps yeah during that period um training was yeah i mean like you always have you always have doubts and stuff like lead up to competitions you'll have doubts like if you put enough work in but yeah again you just gotta like trust yourself and trust that you have put the work into to uh to do as best as you can it's a pretty interesting balance at this level now especially how far it's come like i think there was a period where people started overtraining, like at the games level like they would just you'd hear about people doing this much hours a day and then they're oh i'm gonna do a bit more yeah. and all of a sudden everyone's doing this crazy amount of work yeah. um which would have resulted in burnout and injuries and all sorts of stuff um but now it's definitely sounds like it's balanced out between recovery, between play, between working yeah. hard, but people are still getting better. Yeah. So that's yeah. so interesting. How is that like, like you said, you don't know if you've balanced it right, mm-hmm. but like how confident yeah. are you? And I feel like that's sort of what like we've always done is have done less volume than any, like anyone that I'd speak to, they're doing way more than what I'm doing. Yeah. Which is like, was crazy. Like they'd tell me what they're doing. like, what the hell like I can't do that <laughs> I don't know if I could recover from that yeah, much yeah. yeah and I think like that's when people would just get like stuck into doing uh, like just sort of going through the motions because you got so much stuff to do like how do you hit something with like in like high intensity you know yeah. what I mean so I feel like that's where our stuff's been always really good because there's not too much to do but everything we do we're like hitting like 100% yeah so that's where I think uh, yeah our stuff's been really good um, Yeezy's just starting to put his, his paw up for a pat he goes up to anyone and he just starts like putting his and just scratching at your yeah. leg or wherever and he just he won't stop until you it, yeah. don't scratch it yeah. <laughs> loves it um, okay um, pressure like we've, we've sort of touched on a little bit but the pressure of I guess staying at the front and the other young kids coming up and mm-hmm the sport getting a lot bigger in places like Europe now, like, is that something that you think about? And how do you handle that? Yeah. Um, so recently I've had uh, a guy come down from Sydney. His name's Pete, Pete Allison. Um, he, he done, he did the first two open workouts with us and uh, he come third at down under in November. Yeah. Right. Um, and he's really good and yeah it, it just like training with him just reminds me like how hungry like these young guys are like if we're you know um four rounds into a five round workout like he's given everything he's got in that fifth round like 
Um, so yeah, that, that that's good luck training with those guys because yeah, it reminds you how um, how hungry they are and how much you just need to yeah, push in the in those later rounds. Um, so I do I have been thinking about that a lot lately because yeah, I feel like I was definitely I just need to remember to like keep keep that uh, that switch on of like yeah these guys are coming so you need to like work <laughs> as hard as you can like you can't be slacking now. What's your your mind space towards it? Is it hard to sort of you know? I guess it would make you worry sometimes, but at the same time, you probably just want to encourage it and embrace it as well. Oh, like, 100%. Is there a battle there? Yeah. Oh, no, not so much a battle. Like, yeah, I, I like love seeing guys like that come up because it just reminds me of myself. Like, yeah. Like, I think when I was like Pete's age, I come third at Down Under like, yeah. in like 2019 or something like that. So, um, yeah, it's it's cool as to see. But yeah, it's also so yeah. I would say yeah, it's a little bit of that. <laughs> it's cool to see because I'm like, oh, I need to, I need to be working this hard. Too. Yeah, yeah. That's no, good. Um, it's um, yeah. You definitely sound like you kind of just think about it, but don't think about it too much. Yeah. Just keep trusting what you're doing. Yeah. Keep your trust in your team. Exactly. Um. Yeah. It sounds like you know your brother and and Rob and all that are. Like I've known Rob for a long time. We don't like chat very often yeah. at all but i know that he's always been so level-headed yeah um he's got to be one of the calmest guys in the crossfit world yeah. i think <laughs> <laughs> which is probably good as one of his athletes when you are stressed out at times i don't know i don't think i've ever seen you stressed out before either but when you are stressed out at times to look up at someone like rob and he's always quite calm yeah how am i accurate there in talking about yeah, Rob for that sure. Way. And I think like just being around him from, you know, that young age, you sort of just naturally like pick up the vibe of how to be around in competitions. Like, oh, and I competed like alongside him in a, when he first went team in 2018. So I feel like, yeah, naturally that's sort of just been like transferred to me, I feel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, okay. Last things I'll ask you. Um, what do you, what do you love the most about one, just CrossFit in general and then two about competing about crossfit i'd say yeah you can never get too like you can never master it there's always something to get better at um and then alongside with the social side of it i love those two things about crossfit is awesome and uh competing just the highs man like it's it's awesome like challenging yourself and then i suppose everything that comes with it too like all the sponsors like i absolutely love all that what i have now um yeah, just all the support and, um, yeah, just challenging yourself, see how far you can get. Um, how was it actually the other month when you were in Miami? Um, you were teamed up with Roman Krennikov yep. and, and Willie Georges, yeah. um, which is pretty cool to have a Frenchman, a Russian and an Australian together. Yep. Had you met them much or chatted to them much no, in the past? Well, no. Roman barely speaks yeah. much English, hey? <laughs> yeah. No, not much at all. Um, how did that team get put together and, and how was that? Yeah, so it was through GoWod. Yep. So it was um, just athletes that they sponsored. They were just trying to get a team together because they sponsored Waterpalooza as well. And um, yeah, just reached out and sort of said, they said who was going to be in the team. And I was like, um, I mean, like, that's awesome. So um, yeah, put that together and it was like, it, that, and that was another big thing was like, everyone was so chilled out. Um, and you sort of get to hang around all these like top guys and you can sort of just relate a bit more and be like, I'm just like you guys. Like I can, I can, uh, I can like 
run with you guys, you know what I mean? So um, that was awesome, Miami. That was a, like real, it really motivated me too for this season. And um, yeah, a bit more like about the team. We um, Roman obviously has a translator. So any workout that we did, um, we had to come up with a plan like there and then and um, obviously had to stick with it. Like you couldn't really adapt too much during the workout because you can't like... You can't change things on the spot. <laughs> exactly. So I think that's why it works so well because we really like before would dissect the workouts and then just stuck to a plan. And um, yeah, we like I, I, had, I had no expectations again going in there. I just wanted to have fun. And um, yeah, we come out like second. So yeah. it was crazy and... Um, yeah, awesome just to hang out with those guys and get to know them a bit more. Did you kick back with them and have a beer or anything? Uh, I did with Willie, yeah. So at the after party, um, I, was, I was with Willie. Yeah, he's, no Roman? Nah, no <laughs> Roman. He wasn't keen. I would have just loved to like, if the three of you walked in to a bar, <laughs> yeah. the amount of like, Jokes of like an Aussie, a Frenchman, and a Russian yeah. walking to a bar that, <laughs> that would have come out would yeah. have been unreal. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't often pay too much attention to a lot of those comps, but the recent one that you were in, the Miami one, it just looked yeah. like fun. It, was it looked like you guys got to all work hard, but yeah. also just hang out without that crazy intense For pressure sure. of the games. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. It was just like, because I'd never been to Waterpalooza before either, so that was awesome to see, like just on the water it's like literally just a it's like a festival but you just walk into like all these crossfit competitions that's cool that's cool <laughs> yeah we had up on the tv in the gym in the morning yeah um that's awesome. unreal um okay last thing yeah what's what's the future for you know you've got how old are you still now i'm 24 <laughs> <laughs> i feel like you've been in this forever i know I um feel, i feel that <laughs> yeah i know like yeah how long like, like i i kept thinking of that with people like like tia i'm like God, how long? Surely she's had enough. Yeah. <laughs> Surely she's over it. Yeah. And then she's, you know, having a baby. But, um, yeah, do you have an idea of how long you want to keep doing this? And then what, yeah, what are you going to do after? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I'm just going to keep keep doing what I'm doing and hopefully uh, hopefully improve on, on the results at the games. I uh, hope to do, like, you know, uh, Sorry, yeah, dogs. Top, top 20, top 15 maybe this year, Go go for, like... But again, you can't you can't go in with expectations. Cause yeah. That same sort of mental stuff that we're talking about. But yeah, just gonna keep doing what I'm doing. I don't know how, I don't know for how long. When I'm when I'm over it, I'll uh, I'll stop for sure. But um, yeah, after I don't know. We'll see see where we're sort of at. But um, yeah, maybe we go back to electrical. Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully I've made some sort of opportunity where I don't have to go back to that. Yeah. But um, yeah. I'm just going to keep keep doing what I'm doing. Unreal. <laughs> awesome, mate. Um, thanks so much for coming on. Um, thanks having a good chat. I tried my hardest to make him not too crossfitty. No, it's good. <laughs> it was good. I liked it. <laughs> so many times you can just get... How many questions do people ask you about? <laughs> Snatches and yeah. workout strategy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the, I, there was... Um, did you see... Do you, ever, do you follow the Make Wads Great Again guy? Who yeah. does like just the memes? Yeah, yeah. The best one he did the other day was like it was Ben Affleck holding that cigarette when he's just like fucking over it. Yeah, and it, the the text was like something to do with like, um, your coaches after spending all day taping the gym floor <laughs> for your ass just to come 116th <laughs> in the open or something. <laughs> That's how I feel when I listen to a CrossFit podcast that just purely speaks about CrossFit. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, Unreal. Well, um, 
I'm going to say good luck for tomorrow, whatever comes out, even though this will be Monday and you'll probably have already done it. Um, good luck for the rest of the games and everything because, yeah, I'm sure you're going to kill it again. Um, that's all. Legend, thank you. Appreciate Thanks, it. Cheers. This podcast was recorded on Boon Country. I would like to acknowledge the Boon people of the Kulin Nation as the traditional owners on which this podcast is recorded and extend my respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples past and present. Thank you very much for listening to the Valar Fitness Nutrition Mind podcast. My name is Stuart Cunningham. If you enjoyed the episode, please send us a like, send us a comment, share it with a mate, give us a rating on the iTunes or whatever you're listening to this on. Every little bit of support helps. Looking forward to bringing you some more stuff next week. This is Valor.